Welcome, everyone, to this week's new episode of Project Tech Gaming. I'm your host, Rob Garcia, and joining me today is co-host, Going Kel on, Rowan. Hey, How you doing today, Kel? How you doing? Pretty good. Uh, anything new going on with you? Um, No, no, just working and, yeah, just uh, playing a lot of Control, which we'll get to in a little bit, but, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Control. All right, cool. So, on that note, today's topics uh, for today is E3 Here to Stay. There's a new trailer for the Chinese-inspired game, Black Myth, Crash 4, and Final Fantasy XIV coming to next-gen consoles. PS5 controllers are starting to drift. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's bad. <laughs> um, Pokemon and Post Malone. Oh. <laughs> That's a fucking wild one. And Right, exactly. And uh, last but not least... World's first successful double hand and face transplant using 3D technology. Mm. I'm excited for that. But before we get to those topics, Kelv, let uh, everyone know what the play of the week was. So I kind of already spoiled it. Play of the week is the control. Uh, I started playing that and I fairly enjoy it. I think it's uh, it's a very good, it's one, one, of, one of Remedy's better games. So it's made by Remedy Entertainment, right? And so they're the people that made like Alan Wake and Max Payne one and two. So they're, they're, you know, they're a pretty, I would say, triple A studio and they're well known for their games. Control kind of takes a different approach to things, right? They, they, they made this game and it's, and it's kind of like a third person, I would say like a third person action adventure game, but it has like these, um, how do I say this? It has like a lot of the things that you would catch from like Kojima, right? So it's like very psychological. It's very almost eerie in okay. a sense. And it's it, it's inspired by a lot of, from what it looks like, like Kojima and things like that. But it's it's cool. It's So most of the game pretty much takes place. Um, let me see if I could find my little notes here. Hang on one second. Sorry about that. Um, it's a lot of, a lot of it has to do with, um, this lady that who essentially she's trying to find her brother, her younger brother, and she she, go, she goes into okay. this bureau, and she's pretty much trying to find answers to where her brother. Her brother's been missing for seventeen years. Oh wow! So the plot of the game is this: this lady, what's her uh, name? Name is oh I forget her name. Jesse Jesse Faden. Jesse Faden. Okay, that's the Correct. the redhead yes, chick, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And she's on a mission to find her brother that she haven't seen for 17, for 17 years. years. Yeah. So that's that's the like the, the okay. broader portion of the game. But there's a Yeah, without right, but there's a lot of like interweaving inter interweaving things that kind of like add more to the to the story. And that's the main thing about this game is the story. Um it, it takes place in New York and you're in this essentially you're in this like bureau, federal bureau in New York City and you're investigating like this huge building and it has like all the all these offices and um you know all these like conference rooms very beautiful by the way game is gorgeous and you're just kind of you're 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 trying to find answers and again it kind of reminds me of that last game that I was playing right um so I was playing the medium before and it kind of has that that same twist where it gives you that sense of progression but you're not getting enough answers Right, so you're kind of going through okay. that same motion. Um, so th- they kind of give you little, little bits of answers here and there, but 
you're you're kind of in this world of like the supernatural events that, that are going through you don't know what's going on in the game right so you're just kind of like what the hell is going on but i think what really stuck with me is the story because it seems interesting i don't know what's going on but it's interesting but the gameplay is cool the gameplay you're so, you're playing this this girl named jess jesse and she has like the psych uh, like telekinesis type moves so she can pick up rocks she can throw people from afar she can make a, a shield full of like you know debris like cool stuff like that and it, and it adds to the gameplay and then you're you're able to customize all those things which is dope as hell <laughs> so it's it's third person right your yeah. third person mm-hmm. view yep doing this okay and why is the name why is a game called control do you get to control different elements is there is there like what exactly are you are someone controlling her like well what is a control that's a good question i I think it it definitely has a lot to do with um herself because she she, although you're you i guess in the in the grand scheme of things you're controlling objects and throwing them you know towards people there's also somebody in the back of her head that's kind of like talking to her and it's okay it's kind of like a, a another psych, like another like phenomenon or something. Is it like is it is it like a help? Yes, so, something similar. Like yeah, like if, yeah, exactly. So you can think of this game as like her, like a Hellblade, and then if you want to think of like, um, I don't know, like her telekinesis powers, you can think of Stranger Things, right? Eleven, like she has like that type of okay. like sense cool. to her, right? So, but she has this thing that's constantly talking to her and telling her things. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I didn't beat the game, but I don't know if it's something that is going to kind of start taking control of her in the later portion of the game. Or if it's something that she's trying to control on her own. Like, you know, those things like that kind of like interweave as you keep going through the story. So, as far as like the bad guys go, right? Is there like monsters? Or are they people? As of right now, I've only fought people. So they look like possessed. They're There's possessed people. beings that you, that they look like guards. They used to work there. It looks like, and you can think of it as like Metal Gear Solid Five, like when they had those possessed soldiers, and they looked like they were, you know, they were kind of like lifeless in a in a way. They were hovering, things like that. They, again, a lot of Kojima stuff. A lot of like weird, like people hanging from walls and and pyramids like things like that that are just kind of creepy so is it more um thriller i would than say scary? it has a combination like of would... thriller and like psychological horror as well yeah okay and uh lastly um what were your thoughts on it did you enjoy it do you want are you gonna keep playing or do you beat it oh i'm, I'm enjoying it. it it's great i think what going back to the medium what what, what medium lacked was the storytelling was great but the uh, um gameplay was clunky one and then just the way people interacted with each other i feel like there wasn't that great of a like um communication between characters whereas this one they have great actors it seems like the actors are are, you know they're top notch and they're doing a great job to kind of progress through the story so yeah i definitely recommend this game i think it's great uh if you're definitely for looking for a game for a story like this is it and uh, where can I play it? Like, if I wanted to play this game, where can so I So you can play this game pretty much in last-gen console, so PS4, Xbox, and next-gen consoles as well, as well as PC. <clears throat> okay, cool. So there you have it, everyone. Uh, control. Um, go play it. 
I've heard good things. I haven't played it myself, but I'm definitely, when I get the chance, I'm going to pick it up. I know it's on Game Pass for free, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, whenever I get a chance, I'll, I'll pick that up. But moving on, topic number one, Kelvin Rolone. Is E3 here to stay? Oof. Well, well, why do you say this? Why, 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 don't, we, why don't we read the, so, the, the reason why? So E3 organizer, the Entertainment Software Association, ESA, is pushing forward with plans for a digital event this summer, but it still requires the, ba- the backing of major game companies. This is from Andy Robinson, Robertson from BGC. The tentative date is uh, six, uh, June 14th to the 17th. Um, intentions are to hold two-hour keynote sessions and awards show. Uh, media previews the week before leading up to E3. June 14th, we'll have previews and other small streams from publishers, streamers, etc. Partner companies to stream playable demos. Okay. So this sounds, before you start, it sounds like it's similar to what we've seen before. Except that it's not going to be. It, it is. It sounds like, like it is, and it's not in person. Right? It, it seems like E yeah. three is back, but if you kind of read into it a little bit more, it just kind of seems like it's not going to be as big as it used to be. Especially because you don't hear anything from Sony, you don't hear anything from Microsoft. Not even sure if Nintendo's going to be in this. You know, I think to to go back to your your question, I I don't know if E three is going to come back. We will have to see what happens um, June 14th because it's a different ball game now. It's not 2019 anymore. 2021 is here and we have the pandemic. We have companies making their own quote unquote E3 and they are starting to notice, I don't really need to pay thousands and thousands of dollars for a venue to showcase my games when I can just do this live publicly whenever we choose to. And, it just doesn't make sense at this point, right? Yeah, no, I agree. Do you think everything is, this is going to be forever now? Do you think E3 is like gone? It's going to be a digital thing. Do you think E3 is going to go away and everyone's just going to have their own digital, um, you know, event to, sh- to showcase everything? Kind of like how Nintendo now has Nintendo Direct, PlayStation right. State of Play. Do you think that this is now the standard where like, why we spend all this money to be in person when we can just show everything digitally and everyone's it's still going to be reached by everyone. So yeah, I, I think this is the future. I think Nintendo was right on the money when they started this. I think they kind of pioneered it in a way because they started the Nintendo directs and they showed everyone like, Hey, we can still present our games in a way that we want to not spend as much money and, you know, everything is is fine and dandy on our end. Like everyone enjoys what we're what we're showing, and of course, uh, my, uh, Microsoft. Oh, I'm sorry, Nintendo had a lot to kind of work on with Nintendo Directs because in the beginning they were pretty, pretty lackluster, and they aren't what they are right now. You know, they they have like this nice kind of consistency throughout their Nintendo Directs that everyone loves, right? So I think. Yeah. As of right now, they're they're the the streaming service of, of of like live presentations are here to stay, just not in the same way that it used to be back in E three where you have like a live performance, you have actual people coming into this venue. I don't I don't think that's happening anymore. So I'm not sure what E three is gonna do in this in this aspect. If they're gonna if they're they're definitely gonna go digital, but 
they need to have the publishers and that's that's going to be tough do you think yeah this might be the the beginning of the the end for e3 as far as like you know the future it might be like just everyone's going to do their own kind of thing and it's just going to be like do you think it's it's still going to be around the same time like they're all going to just be like this is a big show this is around the time we're going to we're going to have everything show if that, if that makes any sense as far as like you know how like june's like june's yeah, a time yeah where yeah i think they're just definitely going to do that i think june is a sweet spot kind of like sort of the middle of the year and they they want to please you know again consumers um they want to please their their um, sponsors and you know not their sponsors. What are they called? Their um, yeah, exactly. Yes. Stuff. So yeah, I think June is still going to be the sweet spot. What I don't understand or I don't know is how it's going to be like because back in the day, like we we would always like wait for E three. Like we could not wait for E three because it had like the biggest announcements, the flashiest like trailers. Now it's going to be kind of like a competition between all three or all four of like the 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 big the big companies right e3 microsoft nintendo sony like they're all going to try to get that spotlight and if they're all going to try to do it in june it's going to be a little tight but we'll see we'll just have to see it and see how it pans out i know definitely sony's going to continue doing their state of plays nintendo is definitely going to continue doing their nintendo directs xbox who knows they're doing their own thing so We'll see. The E3 might be just be kind of like a small, I wouldn't say small, but like a smaller, like they, they take a step down to what they, they're they used to. I think there will be something that's going to take its place, like a big, you know how like um, the Games Awards, it was not yeah, a big yeah. thing before. Like it, it, people were just like, oh, it's like yeah, whatever, yeah. you know? But now it's like this huge thing where people like, actually, if you remember watching it last year, it was mostly... Yeah. announcements yeah, yeah. about new games it wasn't really like and that could be part because e3 mm-hmm. didn't happen this mm-hmm. that, that year but i think we're definitely moving towards a more digital friendly escape sure. i think the big venues and all that kind of stuff which it's it's kind of sad because we never got to go to e3 that's what i'm saying man once. like i i Not really e3, was dude. hoping we can go to e3 at least once but you think about it and it's like did we really want like will we really enjoy it the the long wait if waiting, it's anything exactly, like PAX, the long wait line uh, the long waiting yeah. on lines the amount of people that were around like I just feel like it would have been more trying to finagle around people than actually playing games I'm a little I'm a little I'm I'm For like sure. kind of torn between the two I'm like I'm excited that this is happening because again I enjoy Wednesday morning Sony just popping out of nowhere on Twitter saying hey there's a state of play tomorrow like come join like it's gonna be great you're gonna have like, you know I'm gonna forty minutes whatever and then there's also the thing where like I enjoyed waiting for E3 and just kind of seeing what Sony, Microsoft, like like you know having that like time frame like okay Sony's coming at six o'clock, let's watch them and then oh right after is Microsoft or whatever the time frame was and you just kind of had that like full day to just watch E3. It's not the same anymore, yeah, but for sure. it's exciting. We'll see. No. Yeah. Well, E3 if this is it. It was nice yep. knowing you, but uh, time, time to move on to the, the next topic, which I'm actually super oh, pumped yeah. for this game. Uh, it's Black Myth. That This game, if you haven't seen the trailer for it, go, there's a, there's a, there was a uh, trailer that came out like way... It was last year. Before, like... Yeah, was, yeah. I think it was last year, yeah. It was a 13-minute long trailer. It was insane. It was the gameplay and stuff. 
and the game's called Black Myth, and it's like a Chinese-style Dark Souls mix of, like, what else would you would you call it? Like, what kind of, like, almost Devil May Cry? Yeah, as far as, like, yeah, action I'd say goes. Devil May Cry. Or, like, Nier, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that, right? It's dope as fuck. It doesn't matter. It, so, it, it's fucking dope. It, it's sick. It looks cool. It has more so, for me, of that Demon Souls-esque look to it, you know? Yeah, it's like it's like a Chinese inspired yeah. Dark Souls. Um, the, the main character you play as is uh, the Monkey King mm. Wukong. Um, so you know you play as him, and you could tra- you could tra- if you watch the trailer, you could transform into different stuff. And he's fighting all the mythical Chinese uh, zodiac so creatures. Cool. Like at one point, he fights like an, an yep. ox, and there's a there's a yep. wolf in there. It's just epic. It, you know what it reminds me of actually? God of Shut War. The fuck up. Oh, I see it. I see what you're like saying. OG, okay. Like 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 like, <laughs> like OG. Wait yep, till yep, me yep. just shut up, man. I see like, what you're talking about. OG God of War, but yeah. like in a good way. In yeah, a good way. Because you're fighting like God so, of War. You're fighting all these Greeks, uh, Greek Greek gods, and and in this one you're fighting like all the Chinese. Yeah, all the exactly. mythology and stuff. This yeah, is more yeah, Chinese. That's cool. Mythology. I, I I see what you're saying. Yeah, this game, it it caught everyone by surprise because they just kind of like threw out this trailer last year, and everyone was like, "What the fuck is this? This is crazy. This is dope." And I guess they released this for um, some type. I think there's like a, I don't know. They released this a couple days ago. And the trailer is pretty fucking cool. Like it shows a lot of gameplay. It shows your main character like you just talked about. Um, no release date though, which is kind of underwhelming. But I, I get it because it's, you... it's it's far from, from finished, you know. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think they want this game to be super epic. Is it going to be exclusively on next yeah, gen for consoles. sure they're not even like i don't think this game's coming out anytime soon i think it's coming out probably late next year to be honest i'm gonna be honest with that and by then they, 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 this has to be next gen only maybe pc too yeah i'm i'm a sucker for like any kind of mythology same. kind yeah, of style same. game this just has you like know. that like you just it, it, it kind of reminds me of bloodborne too though where you just have that epic those epic fights where you have like these huge beasts right and i'm assuming based off of the trailers there there's gonna be a, a a difficulty to them right so you you have to find a way to kill them and you have to you're gonna probably die numerous times and it's just gonna be exciting to just play in that world in that environment try to figure out how to how to kill these enemies and i'm just excited it looks cool it looks badass you got you need to check it out definitely yeah. Uh, again, the name of the game is called Black Myth Wukong. Black Myth Wukong. Yep. <laughs> um, topic three. Crash 4 and Final Fantasy 14 coming to next-gen mm. consoles. Uh, this is uh, from Twitter um, and The Verge. Crash has made you spin, jump, and wump for 25 years. And this year, he's celebrating in style. Crash 4 will launch on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, and Nintendo Switch on March 12th, 2021. So, Let's fucking uh, go. I'm excited. I yeah. I kind of missed out on this one on PS4. I don't know. I was like, leading up to the game, I was like, yeah, I'm buying this game. And then when it came out, I was like, eh, I don't know. I'll probably wait. But I think I made the right choice because it's coming out now for PS5 and it's going to look better than ever. 
and it's just a better, obviously a better console to play. It's going to probably be 60 frames per second. I can't imagine it not at 4K, you know? So I'm excited. I'll, I'll probably get into it, probably buy it. I don't know. What about you? You're not so, a huge Crash fan, though, right? Never been. I appreciated Crash. I think it's a, a I've played it like back in the day and on PlayStation yeah. stuff. Um, so I definitely understand the appeal. Mike, another question for you is, it's Crash is coming to Switch. Do you think that the next character... Look at you, Super Smash fucking Bros. sly dog. <laughs> yeah, I've thought about it, to be honest. Um, yeah, I think, and I think the, uh, the demand yeah, is there for him to be on sure. Super Smash Bros. as a DLC character. So what do you think? Yeah, the probability of that's pretty high? You you have to you have to yeah right like you just have to believe it has yeah. to be crash um how many how many and how many characters we have left for smash it's like three don't quote me on this but I think there are four four or three of them left. one of them has to be crash I'll be do- I'll be stoked as fuck if it was crash to be honest I I, I would think like he'd be having, a different different style of gameplay. And like, how would like? Okay, so you know how most of the characters are kind of, um, they they kind of have a, a outline of one of the you know previous characters there. Like, who do you think Crash would kind of most resemble in Smash Brothers? The closest? I don't know. I can't imagine. Maybe like a banjo. Maybe, maybe kind of thing. Banjo mixed with like. Maybe like Incineroar, like you know how like Incineroar has yeah, like the spinning yeah, yeah. moves. That, actually, yeah, that's so you're, something you're, like you're spot that. on. I think you're right. Yeah, I think Incineroar might be it. You know, something like that. Like not as not as heavy punching as, as right, Incineroar, right. but quicker. Yeah. But um, so and to yeah, have so a Sony like a Sony rep. I mean, not, not technically a Sony rep. It's Activision, right? But you know, you, you kind yeah, of yeah. familiarize Crash with Sony, like. That would be cool. That would be epic. Like we already have Banjo, right? We we need we need we need a Sony rep, and I think that's Crash. We do. Or Sora. Or I mean, fucking Cloud Sora. And, Cloud. And, and, and yeah, Sephiroth sure. Isn't it's not enough though. No, that's Square Enix. I don't give a fuck. But Sora <laughs> uh, or we we have three Square Enix, right? Uh, we're Hero. Fuck that dude. He's like, hate that I don't dude. Care. I don't care. <laughs> um, but yeah, as far as like. Real quick, we don't want to waste too much time on this one, but what other past-gen game would you like to have the Crash treat? You know, like, is there is there another game from back in the day that you want to see similar to Crash as far as, like... You know, I thought you know, about... Reborn, I almost? was thinking about this game a couple days ago. Ready? I think you're, you're going to appreciate... No, you, you, you're, this is out of left yeah. field, right? No? Legacy of Kane. Can I guess it? Oh. I think if they remade that game in today's standards, I think that would be fucking dope. Right? And like Soul yeah. Reaver? Yep. Yeah. I That's good. You like that? I was going to say Ape Escape, but I like yours oh, better. Oh, Ape I like dope yours too. Better. Yeah, I would, I, would, I would appreciate the yep, Ape Escape yep. too, to be honest. But like, like yeah, uh, so um, yeah we'll see. Soul Reaver would be dope. For sure. Um, and then we'll bring up Final Fantasy fourteen coming on to yep. PS5. Um, I know you're, we're not big into to Final Fantasy fourteen online. Um, do you think it's cool that it's coming at the PS5? Yeah, I think like, um, the story behind Final, Final Fantasy fourteen is crazy, right? Because it's one of those 
those stories where when it first came out, it was trash. No one, I, I don't know. Again, we're not into that lore. Oh yeah, it was. It was like a swan song. It was. It was. Yeah. It was just like not swan song, but it was just like it was so bad, and they they basically blew mm-hmm. up the game. Mm-hmm. You know, they they straight up like they made like a cutscene where it's like the world is being destroyed, and now we're making a new world, yep. which is a new game. Which so is to, crazy for them to come back and have it be as popular as it is right now. I think it's cool. And then for it to come yeah. out on PS5, still kind of having, you know, its legs and they're still supporting it. Um, I see that they're still giving, they're making a new expansion pack called Endwalker, which is called, you know, cool. Like, yeah, good for them. Like that the beta, for, open beta for it is coming out April 13th, which is cool. So I, I think it's cool. I think it's, 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 it's good for the players that enjoy it. I think, I think of like Ryan, for example, that enjoy games like this. Like that's cool. If they're into it, great. It's coming out PS5. If you have one, great. I think this is a good entry point for like people that are they don't have like PCs. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know that they get to play these massive online games where it's like the entry point's like, oh, I'll play it on PlayStation right. Five, and then I'm like, oh, maybe I'll there's other stuff that's like that on PC. Maybe I'll I'll go into PC. And I think the the cool part is too, um, if you registered in the PS4 version of the game, the new optimized version will be playable at no additional cost. I think a lot of um, developers are doing oh, nice. that, and I think that's fantastic. I think the same thing with Crash. If you bought it on PS4, you get the PS5 version at no cost. Very, very cool. And we just have a tiny segment here. This just in. We have some side topics that just mysteriously Funny. appeared. This is pretty cool. This is actually so, like a, Ratchet- a, it could have been a huge topic if we wanted to, but it's just like whatever. <clears throat> So, Ratchet and Clank has a release date for June 11th, 2021. Um, pre-order digital standard deluxe for early access and for the pixelizer, which it's I guess gun. is a yeah. gun. Yeah. It's yeah. from the Ratchet and Clank yeah. uh, 2016 version. And Carbonic Armor from Going Commando in yep. 2003. And uh, I'm not going to go into details of like, what each edition... Yeah, it's on their website. Like you can just look like, you know... Yeah, you can just look at that. That's cool. Uh, I mean, I'm excited for Crash. I can't wait for it. Oh, Crash. Uh, <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, yeah well, that's I can't too, wait yeah. for Ratchet and Clank, though. That's going to be, like, pretty dope. I'm surprised. June June 11th, they definitely stated first quarter of 2021. And Yeah, well, take everything that's coming out this year with a grain of salt. Yeah. Well, why do you, so, so like, if they I said, think a lot of it probably had to do with, well, obviously, COVID, right? Um, and... Do you think it has to do with the scalpers too? Sony's like, well, not that many people have our console that actually are playing our games. So why would we, why, like, why are we going to release this to kind of like fail? Just wait till June. Hopefully more people I, will I have it. I don't think it's going to fail. Well, think about it. Scalpers, for the most part, have these PS5s. They're not, they're not being used. That means they're not buying games. Yeah, but it's got to come down eventually. It's got to come down sooner. I don't think, I mean, June, we still might be a little bit in short supply. That's what I'm saying. But, but this was supposed come to be on, first quarter of 2021. This is supposed to come out like March, basically. I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a huge, um, a huge point as to why it's maybe it's a tiny factor, yeah. but there could have been like crunch kind of yeah. thing or like, but that's a, it's a good point to bring up. That that's my guess. Like, uh, think it. about it. No, not not a lot of games are coming out right now. Not because, uh, and, and I'm assuming so, it's because obviously they're not ready. Um, again, COVID has a lot to do with it. But what if it has 
somewhat to do with the whole, you know, scalper situation. Where, like, there's not enough PS5s out there to kind of, like, supply the, the purchasing of games. So why release them right now? You know, PS5 or, PS5s sounds, are still selling like hotcakes, right? So just wait it out, maybe. See how June looks like. It, it may wait a little bit. See if it mm-hmm. levels up. Yeah, so people, more people that actually yep. are playing them and can yep. get their hands on it. So maybe that could be it. That's, that's viable. Um, one little vertical slice, vertical slice here too is uh, King, Vertical Slice. Um, Kingdom Hearts series is coming out exclusively on the Epic Game Store on March 30th, 2021 mm. with a new Keyblade for Kingdom Hearts 3 called Element mm. Encoder. So this is interesting. interesting. Right? What do you think? I'm, I'm curious to, to, to know what you think about this. So does that mean it's going to be available for PC as well? If it's on yeah, the Epic it's a game PC store? game. It's, it's just... coming out for PC. So, but it, it's exclusive That's to actually... just Epic Epic Game Store. So it, it's not coming out for uh, Steam. Like it's wild, right? Kind of weird. That is weird. That like, Epic is like you know what? Right? Hearts. What does that mean? You know, like. And the fact that like they made it a keyblade mm-hmm. just for it, for the online. Now, is this is is it gonna come like Kingdom Hearts Three? Is that gonna come with the expansion pass, or the expansion? I don't know. DLC? I would hope so. Right? It's coming out with. From my my understanding, it's coming out with all the Kingdom Hearts games. So. The 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 complete addition to it. So like so like is will fight will be final mixes like final mix right. one final mix two that mm-hmm. and all be in there. Interesting. Well, we'll just have to see, but I want to see what that keyblade looks yeah. like. They didn't show any. That's how they're gonna get me. Watch. You're gonna buy I, this. I played the game. There's I beat no the way. game already. And I'm gonna buy no. it just for keyblade. I'm, just I'm, for keyblade. I'm, again. I'm a huge Kingdom Hearts watch. fan, but I mean, at, at at a certain point, you're gonna have to stop. I'm like, all right, I get it. I'm not gonna buy it for PC. What if it's the dopest keyblade you have ever seen? It's Is like it doper than the ultimate weapon, with. bro? You know how hard it took. Like, you know how much time it took for us to actually get that weapon. What what if it's cool than that? I might get it. I mean, if you, I mean, so <laughs> if they, but is it just exclusive to the PC version, or can it? You know what I mean? Like, if they're releasing this for PC, but can they also release Element Encoder for all the like for PS Five or PS Four? I should say. Maybe I'd be down for that. Maybe, but I mean, I'm not opposed to getting it for downloading it on PC and then doing like. A stream mm. for it and like going through the whole game the whole three series for people that are like new mm. to the series yeah, that'd yeah. be kind of cool that'd be cool cool march 20 march 30th is right around so, the corner too so that's that's yeah it's that's a little a little over yeah. a month so let's uh my my if again if you haven't played kingdom hearts <laughs> i recommend it but i also yeah. don't recommend it because the story is just like absolutely bonkers and you need a degree to understand the story because it's just yeah it's it's, it's a it's a love hate relationship with Kingdom Hearts, so yeah. I'll leave it at that. If you love question, if you love cliffhangers and questions, you'll love. <laughs> if you love, love not knowing what the fuck's Kingdom going Hearts. on, you'll love Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Kingdom Hearts uh, in a nutshell. Um, so topic number four. This is kind of like, I was kind of like, I don't want to say sad, disappointed. I was disappointed when I read mm. read this. PS5 controllers are starting to drift. Reports are coming in about the controllers mm-hmm. drifting. Users reported just 10 days after receiving their PS5s. Um, another user posted a video playing Destiny 2 showing the major drifting as his gun moves across the screen. Kelv, 
What's going on? Why why are we having controller drift? Well, you know, all things? I know is my PS4 control, my PS5 controllers are fine. Um, they I haven't had any issues with mine, right? And I I'm curious to know how many of these users are being reporting, like are be, are being reported as like drifting, you know? Like, is it that many that it's gonna be causing a concern? Because I haven't heard Sony say anything about this yet, you know. I would think they would nip it in the butt pretty quick as far as because they saw what happened. Yeah, to for sure. Because Nintendo's yeah. actually getting sued yep. over it. I'm pretty sure with the the control. The, it's really bad. My my freaking thing's drifting. Yeah, out. mine's too. But I mean, is it like the the console hasn't been on? No. That so long. for it to have these issues, you know? if it is a major like widespread issue, then that's that's pretty disappointing. Like you said, I don't think it's I don't I don't think it's that big of an issue, or I don't think it's that widespread as. You know, Kotaku was trying to make it out to be. I think um, they're only showing they're only showing two issues issue. or like two people that are called like they're having these issues, right? Unless there's more. But is this an issue with? Was this an issue with the PS4 controller? No, I no, I haven't heard anything about the yeah. PS4 controller. I've had my PS4 controllers for really years and no issue. Yeah, 360 Same. controllers. They they have oh, that did issue. They? They did have the issue. They Interesting. had the controller drift. I remember I used to play Gears of War all the time. They would happen. I have to get a controller every couple of months. Um, but the elite, I know the elite controllers. They don't do that because they're they're not plastic. They're like they're also metal. fucking two hundred dollars. So yes, they better not do that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> so exactly. I, I don't know. This is this strikes me as odd. Uh, I hope this if it is a widespread issue, it gets fixed. Obviously, Sony has to get on this. If it is. I again haven't. I've had my PS5 since day one, and I have not had any of these issues. However, I haven't been playing my PS5 like a maniac, like I'm assuming other people have been. They or they're putting in like you know, 40 hours, 50 hours in a game. I've been kind of digging away at games here and there, trying to catch up to video games, but not as long as other people per se. You know. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, like I said, we'll just have to monitor and see if it becomes an issue, a widespread issue. If it's just like a few that's happening to, then I guess they're going to be like, whatever, you're just not taking care of, taking care of your controllers. Uh, so but, off topic, so do you think Sony, at th- this year, do you think Sony's going to uh, announce, one, a different color scheme for their, let's say just for the controllers, right? Not for their console itself. And two, do you think they're going to actually announce their face plates like it has to be coming right I, i'm sure you know the playstation 5's face plates are removable and as of right now yeah. there's no alternative to them you just kind of have these white face plates and that's it but sony has to have something at some point right latest i think would be e3 they'd yeah. show it like yeah, state yeah. of play they if if they were gonna do they need some kind of like cool like reveal thing so That'll be it. Like I said, there hasn't really been too much traction on PS5. It's as quiet far right as now. Like accessories, yeah. Like meanwhile, different editions. Meanwhile, you have uh, Microsoft, right? They 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 show that dope ass blue controller. They have that Valentine red controller. Mm-hmm. Dope as fuck. Like I I want that for Sony. I want those color schemes for for PS5. Yeah, I definitely think they're gonna wait till E3. We'll see. So. We will see. First, okay, you, you got to get on that. That's I don't think you're driven. Like, what it, have you been trying? No. Bro, I'm not going to sit at a checkout and just constantly, like, refreshing the... So you wonder like, why you don't have a PS5. The, 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 
You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not I, putting I your just, cojones in there. Like you have to. Like I just. I, I just. I just feel like spending four hundred dollars on something to work. For. Like you know what I mean. Like I'm giving you four hundred dollars. I shouldn't have to. That's work not how. To get. That's not how life works, though. Like you just have to. Uh, like it's just one of those things where you just have to buy it. Like you have to. Like wor- unfortunately, you have to work hard to buy something and spend money on it. <laughs> like especially something like high. How high demand this? You know this system is. Yeah, I know. I we'll see. I'll get one All eventually. Right. I I, I want to play. I know it's dumb. I want to play Call of Duty on PS5 with you, and just see the difference. You know, I want to feel like I, we play it on PC, and obviously our PC is better. But I just wanna, I just wanna, you know, like just play on PS5, like on, on my big screen monitor, like on, on my big screen TV. And yeah, just enjoy life. You know what I mean? So to be continued. Will Rob ever get a PS5? We're gonna make yeah, an episode sure. on that, by the way. If you don't, you have to get one this um, year, though. Like one hundred percent, right? Yeah, I'll All get right. one. I'll All get right. one. Topic number five: Pokemon and post. Oh, fuck! This is. What I is saw this, this and I was like, "What is going on? This is wild." They made they made a post Malone Pokemon. Fucking dumb. Join Pokemon. <laughs> And Post Malone on February 27th, 2021 for a Pokemon Day virtual concert. Streaming live at 7 p.m. Eastern what Time. What is happening? Uh, for <laughs> Pokemon Post Malone. What Just, the fuck? It's on, it's on YouTube, uh, Twitch, and Pokemon.com slash 25. All right. Who got high and was like, yo... You know who we need to sing some Pokemon songs? Post Malone. Someone. First off, that's sick. That, I'm not that's mad about really, it. That's really the thing. Sick. Like, you would think you read this and you're like, "What the fuck? This is crazy. This is stupid. It's crazy." But I think it's cool. I think it's dope. I think it actually is gonna be dope. It's it's and it's animated. Is it? So so just to like tell you about the trailer, you know, obviously if you haven't seen it. It starts out as like Post Malone just like walking up, like going to a venue. Like he's like all dressed up, about to like go on stage. And he's like saying some inner monologue stuff. And then he goes for Pokemon or something like that. And then the curtains open. No, he's holding a Pokeball. Sorry, before the curtains open, he's holding a Pokeball. You see a Pokeball. And then the curtains open and he transforms into like a cartoon version of himself or like a virtual version of himself. I did not see so, the trailer, so it's, this is all new to me. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be all vert. It's gonna be like him digital. It's gonna be him like in cartoon form. It's not actually gonna be him live singing. You know, I want. I want to be, be the very best. <laughs> very best. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So, but that I feel like it's gonna be so hype. So my question is though, who is this for? It's not for fucking little Jimmy that's ten years old pl- playing Pokemon. Right, it has to be for us, for for like the guys that've been with Pokemon. Oh, it's, it's for me. Yeah, it's for Rob. Yeah, it's, it's, it's for it's you, for actually. <laughs> it's for me. Like, this is I'm gonna be there, like just sitting there like this, like yeah, you know. Like, I, I think it's a bold move. Uh, I, I think I it's a bold wait. move from Pokemon, uh, from you know the Pokemon company, and it's just wild. It's like okay, cool, but why? So they're 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 celebrating 25 years of Pokemon. And what better way to celebrate by making a huge statement of a huge 
you know, like a huge fucking bang and having Post Malone fucking do a virtual concert for Pokemon. That's insane. Yeah, I, I think that's like they're on the money with that. I can't now I can't really think of anyone else I'd want doing that. Yeah, because I, I think he fits well. I mean, it it works like they announced like Katy Perry was doing something. You'd and be I'm like, like, all right, Katie whatever. Perry. Cheesy. Right. Like, all right. Like corny. Yeah. But then I'm like, Post Malone, like Post Malone's Post Malone. dope. And yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if like the new Pokemon movie that's, that, that will come out at some point. Right. Pokemon 2, whatever it's called. Post Malone will kind of have like a back, like a, like a, a, a music in the. Oh, Detective Pikachu, like the, yeah. the live action one. Like, yeah. I, so, I wouldn't be mad again if he if you, he makes a song for Pokemon. I can just see the fact that it's like virtual is going to be sick. Like it's going to like show like Post Malone like battling a book like being a trainer like battling with somebody or something. Can I like Post Malone be a that. trainer in the next Pokemon? Can you know what Post Malone would make a good gym leader? Right? What Pokemon would he have? Yeah. Ho, ho. I feel like he would have like Grimer and shit like like. He's yeah. He would have like, like yeah. poison type and like, yeah, like dark. Type, I see that I definitely. Like. That but but it'd be like a garbage Pokemon. I know there's rubbish. I, I don't know the name of the Pokemon, but there there garbage literally Pokemon. is a garbage yeah. Pokemon in that. I'm not calling Post Malone. No, garbage. but I'm like just saying that, I I can see him having like coughing, like I'm thinking of old school Weezing, Pokemon. You know, obviously I don't know any Arbok, of the new Pokemon. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's cool. So, I I think I'm uh, definitely gonna watch it. When is it? The 27th. Uh, it's seven. February 27th, and at 7 p.m. Eastern time, and it's gonna be on YouTube, Twitch, and Pokemon.com/slash 25. All right. So pretty excited. All right, last topic of the day: world's first successful double hand and face transplant using 3D technology. I'm gonna read a little bit. Uh, from an article here. It's from sourceitonline.com. 22-year-old patient suffered burn uh, wounds resulting from a car accident, leaving him with severe injuries to his face and both arms. He suffered significant damage to his soft tissue, which severely limited his ability to lead a normal life. Um, Clinical engineers formed a cohesive team alongside NYU Langong surgeons rehearsing the operation in a lab environment to develop and fine-tune the surgical plan. Once a suitable donor was found, Eduardo D. Rodriguez, MD, and his team only had only 24 hours to begin the procedure that would improve the patient's functions, appearance, and quality of life. Holy crap, this is freaking crazy. Kelv, you know a lot about this. Let's let's go on. How did this so, all happen? What's going I on? I thought this was an interesting topic, um, mostly because I, if you don't know I, i'm a ct technologist at a hospital so i do cat scans for a living and i do I've, i i kind of deal with this every day um i, I take pictures of people on, on like a layman's terms and i take pictures of their bones or salt tissue whatever and this particular I, I thought this article was interesting because they basically enhanced or they improved someone's quality of life by building a 3d replica of a patient and they use these like prostheses i guess you want to say and they okay. surgically implanted these you know they they surgically implanted both arms and face to help this person you know kind of live another day and we do that um at my job at my hospital 
And I think I showed you once before how I kind of do those things. Yeah. So you uh -huh. basically, when you scan the patient, you have the software that makes a 3D replica of whatever you just scanned. And that is a huge way that doctors and surgical doctors are able to improve someone's quality of life by, you know, changing or, 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 or doing surgery on like knees and doing surgery on forearms like this, for instance, this is like a huge step forward in technology. We've been doing this for years. This isn't anything Absolutely. new by the way, but yeah. I just thought it was interesting because it's just a cool, a cool topic to talk about when it comes to technology, you know? Do you want to know like where my brain went to? This is a very, it's going to say a very dumb thing. Um, when I, when I read the, the mm. headline of this, I was like, they three pin, they 3d printed his, yes, uh, they use a 3d printer and, they put and then they just <laughs> plopped it inside this man's forearm. And then there you go. That That's where yeah. my brain went. Like, that's how dumb I was like, no, dumbass. Like, it's not it what takes happened. A lot, <laughs> it, it's honestly, it's, it's, it's kind of interesting. They use sort of like these game controllers in a way like back in the day yeah. kind of like knobs and shit so when you're doing a procedure they they have uh, they have these mechanical arms that are just like moving based off of what you're doing with the controller and that's how they're doing the procedure some some doctors don't even have to be in the room to do the procedure anymore at this point um so this is it, nice. it, it's just cool because i mean i don't get to see that aspect every day because i'm only in the cat scan portion of things but Seeing this and, and and knowing what like I do for a living is improving someone else's life and just kind of doing this on a daily basis, I think it's dope. But not so much this. It's yeah. just the fact that like technology is insane right now, right? Like it's improving every day. Like, you know, and yeah. the fact that you're able to physically make a 3D model, just spin it, rotate it left, right, up, down, however you want on, on just a, a, a scan that you just did in two minutes – and then have a surgical plan of how you're going to improve this man's life by replacing his forearm and putting it in with another forearm that you just made out of a computer. That's insane. That's that. That's you just you just saved this guy's life, like literally just saved his life in the sense of like he was his life was damaged yeah. forever. You know, like don't get me wrong. He's still traumatized and he still has to live with, the, you know, that thing. But you just like he's able to actually lead a normal life which is so cool like you because when just from him going to that one thing it altered his life forever right. change the course of his life now with this new technology yeah it's not going to be the same but you, you can get closer right. to the same you know like way better to what the, the alternative sure. is so that's awesome that like this is the, the coolest thing that i think like this is the coolest part about technology is like when you're Helping someone's yeah, quality sure. of life. Yeah, and know? then I, I think it's it's interesting to talk about because it's improving. Like this technology, like I said, it hasn't. It's it's been it's been here for years, right? For a couple years. It's it's still relatively new, honestly. But it's we've it's been here before we've been kind of like doing anything, right? And I think it's important to know that every day the, this technology is just making strides to just improve, like. Like my technology at work right now isn't even the most up to date technology yeah. that that they have for CAT scan. There's um, Hartford Hospital mm -hmm. has like a brand new scanner and it does crazy shit that our scanner is like nowhere near able to do. You know, so I just think it's dope. Like the the 3D portion of what I do is probably like my most like like I, I enjoy that the most. 
and there's so many things you can do. You can add tissue to um, a person's skin if you wanted to. You can remove the tissue. You can, again, do the spin if you wanted to. You can change, like, you can remove the, the, the bones, add the bones. Like, there's a lot that you can do that. It's insane. That's nuts. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, technology can do a lot of good. It does a lot of good for people. Obviously, there's bad things about technology, having too much technology, and, you know, we can get to another conversation right, about right. that. But for the most part, like, it's just, like, when helping a person's life, quality of life, it's just going to get better and better and better as far as technology. Like, the better, the more technology we develop, the closer we are to helping people and in in having a much bigger impact. And I think it, it definitely, yeah. imp- like, this kind of goes into video games, too. I think back in the PS3 era, Sony was doing this thing called folding at home. I don't know if you remember that at all. Right? I do remember that. And it was like how it was like sending information. Yeah. All you had to do was just put it, like put it in, put, like, turn it on, like turn the application on and it would just collect data or something somehow. It, it was for cancer, right? It was like for cancer yeah. research. Yeah. Um, I remember it. Crazy, right? Like you, who would know like, like a, a piece of tech, Pokemon, like a, a piece wow. of, I said Pokemon, a piece of like technology for games is as helping out in some way, in some sh- shape or form, even if it's a little bit or not, uh, uh, improvement of life for somebody, you know, it's pretty dope. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, Calv, it was uh, awesome talking to you. We, we definitely covered a lot today. I feel like today. this flew by, right? I feel like we just kind of. Sp- yeah, this is a quickest not really. it's been 50, 50 minutes, minutes I've ever. Like, it's crazy. It's been 50 minutes there, so. Um, that's all for today's episode of Project Tech Gaming. New episodes of Project Tech Gaming are available Thursday on major podcast services. We also post videos of our podcasts on YouTube at Project Tech Gaming as well. If you enjoy the podcast, send us a sub. Kelf, awesome conversation. Yeah, this was great. I I enjoyed it. And I think, um, next week is going to be great. Next week is going to, I'm sure we're going to have a great conversation. Yeah. I feel good about the technology, like the, the cats, the, the 3d yeah. printing. That's a, that that was a good one to like end it with, right? Yeah. yeah. Like the, like that's, I'm like, damn, like I feel good now. Like that, that if I ever get into a car accident or something, I, I, I well, could get a transplant, well, you know? Oh, well, we'll see. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. All right. <laughs> <laughs> totally kidding. But, uh, yeah, well, I'll see you next week and, uh, adios see everyone. Guys.